We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way till 6.30. We got a great show for you today. Number to join, as always, 877 877- 337-6666 as the New York Giants get ready for their destiny, their date with destiny with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the New York Jets are currently interviewing uh, former Denver Bronco loser Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, by the way, even though he uh, stunk in Denver, is not a bad guy to consider for offensive coordinator. Uh, meanwhile, the Giants have to deal with the reality that Jalen Hurts is no longer on the injury report. Dun-dun-dun-dun! Gamesmanship. Let the games begin. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today? Got that it. doesn't mean he's fully healthy. Though. I agree 100%. This is called mental gymnastics. Some guys play chess. Me. Some guys play checkers. Tommy. And that's what it is. That's right. That's all it is. Now, look, you knew he was playing. Of course. He's going to play. Of course. They're going to try to run the offense successfully. Uh, which they did not do uh, in Week 18, which they did not do against New Orleans Saints, which they did do against Dallas, again, with Gardner Minshew. But here's the reality. Go beat his ass up. Damn right. Be as physical as possible without getting a rough for the passer penalty. When he wow. runs the ball. Listen, man. Attack him. You carry his shoulder into the ground. You can't control that. Because as we saw last week at the end of the Viking game, you may get called for a roughing the passer penalty. That ain't a roughing the passer penalty. Yeah. But, yeah, 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 you got to be physical. You got to hit him. You got to get a pass rush. But you know what else you need to do? Because I think the Giants were given a little bit of a break with this in the Minnesota game. The Vikings got away from running the football. They got away from Dalvin Cook. He was not a huge part of this offense. The Philadelphia Eagles can run the ball down your throat. Yeah. And while two weeks ago the giant defense, the backups, did a pretty good job containing the run, like Miles Sanders didn't kill you. You know, we know what Miles Sanders did about six weeks prior. So one of the bugaboos of this giant defense is stopping the run. Can they slow down Miles Sanders? And whether Wink Martindale wants to admit it or not, giant killer Boston Scott, who's been a problem. Not just this year, but certainly in the past. Yeah, listen, uh, I'm all pumped up, man. It's uh, Philadelphia, New York. Cannot wait for it. Uh, Most of our show today is going to be on the New York Giants and all those things. But I do want to spend a moment on uh, the New York Jets interviewing Nathaniel Hackett. You have to put aside for a moment the uh, disaster that the Denver Broncos were. He, of course, did not, you know, represent himself all that well. He was not great as a sideline coach and game day management and clog management and all that crap. 
But when you talk about a need for an offensive coordinator, mm -hmm. what bothered you and I yesterday was the report that there was an interest in the New England Patriots tight end coach. I don't even know the guy's name. It's a non-starter for me as a fan. Nathaniel Hackett has the resume, whether they hire him or not, of a type of guy that the Jets should bring in here. With the Jaguars as offensive coordinator, he oversaw the best rushing attack in football and got to an AFC championship With game. Blake yes. Bortles. Now, flip the script. He uh, got fired by Doug Marone the next year. He goes to Green Bay. He's got Aaron Rodgers. He's got the best offense in football. So the point of me bringing that up is he was able to uh, craft an offense based on the talent he had. Blake Bortles had mm -hmm. a really good running attack. He crafted an offense that fit the personnel. And even before that, with Kyle Orton, had, I think, one of the best years of his career in Buffalo. So he's an established, knows what he's doing offensive coordinator. But there's going to be two criticisms of him that are completely unfair. And you laid out one of them. That he stunk as a head coach. Well, a lot of guys have stunk at head coaches who are brilliant coordinators. I'll give you North Turner just as an opening salvo. Just to be a jerk, I'll give you Todd Bowles. Fair enough. Wonderful defensive coordinator. The other, other criticism of Nathaniel Hackett that is not fair, and trust me, I want to do it because I wasn't born yesterday. I hated Nathaniel Hackett's dad. I thought Paul, Paul Hackett. Hackett sucked when he was the offensive coordinator in the early 2000s. But here's the beautiful thing. I know your sons. I've gotten to know them. Yeah. Sonny, Lucky, Anthony. They're nothing like you. Correct. So Correct. just because you are the spawn of somebody yeah. doesn't mean you're him. No, it's, a, you're it's someone unfair. Else. It's unfair. Totally unfair. So Paul Hackett, yes, if I'm talking about offensive coordinators I've cursed out in my lifetime, Craig, he's a part of the list. I didn't love Paul Hackett, okay. but it has nothing to do with his son. So, yes, right now, you and I are in lockstep, a little ring around the rosy. You can hire Nathaniel Hackett, and I'd be good with it. Yeah, I got no problem with it. Now, I'd like you to interview other potential candidates because you want to make sure that you haven't missed somebody who might be a great, uh, a great potential hire. But if you are looking for a guy with the resume that the Jets should absolutely consider, it's this guy. He's a football lifer. He grew up in it. He uh, he's really Doug Marone's guy from Syracuse right. on. It kind of followed Doug, you know, to Buffalo to Jacksonville and all that stuff. Uh, but he has shown the ability to craft an offense based on what he's got and what he doesn't have. Also, again, now again, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming here. But if part of the plan was, you know, make a legitimate pitch after June first, because he cannot be traded before June first. Because if he is, the Green Bay Packers have a $40 million dead cap number. Right. So anybody that thinks that Aaron Rodgers is going to sign with a new team, now you may hear who he's going to, but he's not going to do a deal before June 1st because the Packers can't. No, you're he right. also might go back to Green Bay you're and right. get the $50 million bucks. That being said, if you went to Aaron Rodgers and said you had some of your best years with Nathaniel Hackett as offensive coordinator – you never know. Well, that's the that's you never know. But you just hit on it. You never know. Right. Aaron Rodgers may say, "Oh, that hack is there. Yeah. I'm out." He also might say that, or he may, and I didn't mean a pun on that. Or he may say, "I love Nathaniel, but you hit on something that's going to be very, very frustrating." 
You're right. Aaron Rodgers' future is probably not going to be decided for a while, and if he's on a different team, he would be post-June 1st. There's a lot of salary cap reasons for that. There's another guy who could be a Jet target named Ryan Tannehill. Not saying Ryan Tannehill's Aaron Rodgers, but he is a veteran quarterback. I don't think the Jet fan base would be like, Well, I mean, sometimes you got to be realistic. Better than what we got. But he, too, would be a post-June 1st guy, and that's going to suck. Because the one thing I'm going to want to know, like, relatively soon, is who the hell the quarterback is. No one wants to deal with going into June wondering who's it going to be. A, because it's post-draft. Yeah. B, because we have this need to know now, 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 now. Yes. And if it's now, obviously deals get done, conversations get had. But uh, those guys can't do deals, and they can't be traded until after June right. 1. But and which is why when I watch all these shows going about Aaron Rodgers is going here, and he's going, no, he's not. Now, he may represent to Green Bay well before June 1st right. that he does want out, and I respect that that might happen, but he ain't getting a deal done until after. No, but the one thing I know won't happen with Aaron Rodgers, you can guarantee him, tee this, you can lock it up, is this guy's not retiring. He's owed way too much money to just leave. As crazy as Aaron Rodgers may appear to be, he ain't that crazy. He's not walking away from millions of pot. He's got like a guaranteed $58 million roster bonus that Green Bay needs to give him before week one or another team has to give him if he's traded. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to look at that plus and say, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to go pretend like I'm the host of Jeopardy. No. So he's playing football next year. The question is, does he go back to Green Bay or is he going to force his way out? The apple of my eye is Lamar Jackson, and I understand all the concerns that are attached with him. And by the way, Giant fans, if you're listening, feel bad for us. The fact that this is a discussion sucks. The Giant discussion is going to the NFC Championship game. How do we beat the Eagles to get there? The Jet discussion is the same freaking discussion we've had for a decade, which is game planning next season. And that stinks in January. Yeah, I was reminiscing earlier today. I had some time to kill, and I was watching old YouTube videos of Fat Rex Ryan when he was fat, with all due respect, and he's lost a lot of weight, and he looks fantastic now. You know, running off the field. Uh, you know, having uh, gotten to another AFC championship mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it was phenomenal, just phenomenal. But, yeah, look, Giants are getting ready to try to figure out how to beat the Eagles. I think it is a winnable game. I think it's going to be a very good game, a close game, a competitive game. I do not think the Giants get blown out of this game at all. And on the Jets' side, I like the fact that they didn't just immediately say yes to a guy because he has an affiliation with Bill Belichick. And they are now talking to guys who have legitimate resumes as successful offensive coordinators. Now, to be fair, Hackett's had more success with running offenses than he has with passing offenses, but he's shown the ability to do both. Well, when you have Lamar Jackson, a quarterback, and Brees Hall and Michael Carter in your run game, yes. you should run for 225 a game <laughs> and lead the yeah. NFL in rushing. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, so I'm all good. I mean, if you told me Nathaniel Hackett's the guy... I immediately dismissed what I saw this year. And I liked Nathaniel Hackett this year. He had a bad shake. He had a quarterback that played like crap. And, yeah, he had his own warts as well in how he uh, used timeouts, how he made some fourth-quarter uh, decisions. But I don't care. I don't, I, understand. I don't care. I don't understand why we do this. Like, your success as a head coach is irrelevant when it comes to Be what kind of coordinator you are. because it's the lowest hanging fruit. That's why. You know it why. It doesn't mean anything. Well, you know why we do it. I know, but it's stupid. Like, when's the last time you saw Nathaniel Hackett? 
uh, you know, uh, engineering a yeah. four-win season for the Broncos. Do you think Josh McDaniels was a good offensive coordinator? I think of he's a very he good offensive coordinator. Now, so far, he looks like a terrible head coach. That's right. And there's a laundry list of these great coordinators littered throughout NFL history that, for whatever reason, and I think it's different for each guy, just couldn't make that jump and be a head coach. And as of right now, as of this moment, the Jets aren't looking for a head coach. A year from now? Maybe a different story. Oh, well, listen, if they're, uh, don't, don't get me started. I don't want to go down that road, Evan. I'm hoping Robert Sala is the guy and proves it with a playoff appearance next year. But right now, we got interviews for uh, OCs, and we've got the New York Giants keeping hope alive, getting ready to play the Eagles. The big news out of Philly again is that uh, Jalen Hurts is not on the injury report for the first time in a month. He had a full practice yesterday. Obviously, throughout the afternoon, a lot of the coaches and some of the players will uh, speak to the media as things come down from Philly. And, of course, the Giants, the guys will uh, run it and will let you hear it because it's important now because, you know, all the eggs are in that basket right now. Forget about the Knicks. Forget about the winless Nets without Kevin Durant. Forget about hockey. Forget about the Jets. I'm not going to argue about uh, that. You should I say know, that. I know, I <laughs> know. You should. It is about the New York Giants carrying the water for the city of New York. Just remember this. Jalen Hurts not being the MVP caliber player in a lot of ways is the equalizer. Jalen Hurts has played one game in the last month. Correct. That game was against the Giants, and I think we'd all admit he was, eh. I mean, how would you describe that performance? I thought the second half was actually disappointing if you're an Eagle fan. Yeah, no, I get it. Look, the dude rushed for 13 yards. That's right. Like, he wasn't the same guy. Now, you got to figure they open the offense up more now. 100%. But the reality is that he has not played a great game of football and has only played one game of football in a month. One game in a month. That's it. So, injury report or no injury report, that's the fear I think the Eagle fan probably has going into Saturday night, which is, am I getting the guy who put up monster numbers against Green Bay? Am I getting the guy that was the MVP caliber player 12 weeks into the season? Who am I getting? Because we all know how brilliant Jalen Hurts was this season. Am I getting that? Or am I getting a guy that's not the same because A, hasn't played in a month, and B, is not completely healthy. And like I mentioned yesterday, there's one quarterback remaining in the NFL playoffs who's never tasted the sweet nectar oh, of winning a postseason game. Jaylen Trevor Hurts. Lawrence has done it. Daniel Jones has done it. Dak's done it multiple times. Jalen Hurts, and a lot of it wasn't his fault. They got their ass kicked last year. They were down 21 nothing before he could like you know, basically sneeze. But Jalen Hurts is still looking for that first. Yeah, he sure is. Uh, by the way, bad job by Big Mac today. Uh, as far as I can tell through the window, not repping giant colors today. What's up with that? Wow. I mean, here you have a playoff game, a uh, chance Please. to go to the NFC Championship. Yeah. And I know maybe you're only down to the one sweatshirt. You don't wear it every day, I guess. But how do you show up for work at a sports talk station in New York yeah. as a diehard fan? <laughs> if this were the Yankees, you'd be rocking your Yankee gear. What's on up? off day? I don't necessarily agree with that. You're and damn second right of all, you would. Well, I have a lot more Yankee stuff. I mean, the Giants, Giants didn't stuff. play yesterday. First you of all, Giants, what's, the na- what's the name of the team? New York Giants. What's the nickname of the team? Big Blue. If you were to look at me and look to make fun of me, what would you call me right now? I honestly, I, I can't see, to be honest. Uh, a gray, gray? Wearing gray? Blue. A gray. Blue. 
Or is that gray? This is blue. Where's their blue? This, where is their blue you on the whole gray. thing? This is all blue. It's hard for me to Look see, honestly. If you tell me that's blue, sure, why not? It's blue. He but looks like not, a grizzly bear. What are you talking about? It's yeah. not obviously What's blue. wrong with the It's gr- not obvious. That's all I'm saying. It's not obvious. It's obviously blue. It's not obvious. It's obviously blue. <laughs> By the way, you guys also challenged me yesterday to uh, put pen to paper and uh, uh, throw down a couple bars. Because uh, you know, almost like a response, yeah, to uh, the great Keith McPherson who yes. uh, does nights here on the fans did a very nice job into year number two already. You believe that into year two? Crazy man! So I did it. You did? Yes, I did. I'm excited because I know you're gonna hold, you're gonna bust my balls if I didn't. So I did put pen to paper, and I will astound you. With uh, a couple bars. Are you confident? Oh, am I confident? You think I'm going to actually say, wow, Craig, that was awesome? I think if I pull it off, it's going to be like, that's awesome. You might be the rest, best rapper in the building. Well, apparently, apparently, I was listening to my man Sal Licata during the overnight, and he claimed he's a great rapper, too. Let's not get crazy, man. I heard him no, say listen, it. Listen, let's not get Dr. Seuss rhymes don't count <laughs> when, you tell, when you're putting your kids to bed, and I love Sal. <laughs> but that don't count. That doesn't count. I heard him say it. He yeah, said, I'm he a may good have rapper. Said it, but uh, until you actually get on a microphone and spit some bars, oh, wow. you are not a you rapper. that? Sally's challenging you. Well, first, he let said, me not put, embarrass myself. He said, after I don't embarrass yeah. myself, I want you spitting bars tonight yeah. at 3 a.m. Now, you can write them down because those are the parameters that Keith set for us. Yes. He wrote his down. So I wrote mine down. Yes. So if Sal wants to write his down, I think it'd be a nice little I challenge. I think he's got to do it. I want to hear it. By the way, what kind of beat you guys going to give me on this? A boom, 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 boom. I have a bunch of options. We can go over some. Uh, yeah, we can go you over wanna... some options. It's like they have a whole oh, bunch of old stuff. Hold on, let me see if I can get into this. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Well, you can't give me a rap with with lyrics. I'm I'm (laughs) just going through that. No, I don't like that one. The first one so far is the best. Okay. Maybe a little slower, maybe. I'll deal this a teeny bit. I think that last one was better for me. Okay. I think I can uh, we'll drop it on some. that last one. Okay. All right, but later in the show, Evan, you can decide when we do it. All right, I can probably do that. I can probably do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's called liquid syrup. Liquid syrup, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a name for your rap, by the way? uh, The name of my rap? Um, You could call the name of my rap No Cap, It's the Truth. No Cap, It's the Truth. That's the name of the rap. Okay. No Cap, It's the Truth. Cap means lie, cap. so I know what that means. Yes, yeah. not cat. No, cap. I cap know what cap means. It means uh, no you're lying. Right. No Cap, It's the Truth. Okay. That's the name of the rap. All right, we'll do it later anyway. That'll uh, be fun. I'm excited. I'm either going to embarrass myself or you're going to be like, wow, dude should be on stage in the I, garden. I would say. Performing sold out shows. I think I speak for majority of the audience when I say there's about an 86% chance you're going to embarrass yourself. I'm not going to. Listen, I have to be good at it. Do you? Yeah, I have to be good at it. I, mean, I should have brought clip. my drum kit in for it, too. I could have done it to my own drumming. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> all right. Uh, coming to We'll get all your calls. Uh, Giants, 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 Jet fans, your thoughts on Nathaniel Hackett. And try to divorce yourself 
from your feelings about him based on what you saw him do as a head coach. You got to separate those two things, although I understand it might be hard to do it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I feel to my core when I'm walking around the hallways of the fan just dropping dimes <laughs> and people are like, what is he talking about? I don't understand that reference. And uh, it's gotten to a point now where uh, you guys really got to up your game. I thought for a minute maybe it was me. Maybe uh, I'm the old guy in the lawn now. Yeah. Talking about the good old days when we walked to school barefoot in snowstorms. But I uh, came to a realization. Thought. It ain't me. It's all you guys. And you got to up your game up a bit. Just a little bit. Your pop culture game is lacking, and it's becoming an issue for me. Could you also do me one tiny favor? Yeah. <laughs> when we're at commercial yeah. break, yeah. you don't have to practice your rap over and over I got and over. He's practicing his freestyle constantly well, during the break. How am I well, going to be good at it? Then it's not, it's a, freestyle. not a freestyle. I, it's not a freestyle. <laughs> you think Keith practiced yes. his over and yeah. over and of over again? Of course he did. He wrote it oh, down. I'm sure stop. on the way to work, he was like, Rumble in the jungle, trouble. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I opened it with a little Muhammad Ali. That's right. Young man, rumble. Young man, rumble. That's right. I know what I'm doing. I, right. All I know is I heard that rap be mumbled I'm over mumbling. and over and because, over yeah, again. I don't, I don't want you guys to hear all the words, so I'm mumbling it. No, I appreciate it. Rumble that. in the jungle, <laughs> trouble in the pants, and you know that I stumble. Oh, I gave you an idea. Mumble. No, you didn't give me nothing. You're welcome. I'm the mumbling rapper. <laughs> anyway. I hope yeah. Jones doesn't fumble. Oh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be coming up later today. If Eddie. he's running for a touchdown, don't take a tumble. Don't be that guy. That was a callback. Don't be that guy. That was not a callback to nothing. Remember when he fell? All right. The favorite Daniel, Daniel Jones fall? Like if I Come said, on. if I said to you right now, and Big Mac, you probably know this, so please keep your lip tight. In my rap, mm-hmm. I reference a person's name. Yes. I don't think you know who the person is. Interesting. Which is it, which is why when I'm when I do it, you're gonna be like, eh, 
And I'm going to be like, you just didn't get it. Why yes, are you Sam? so confident I'm not going to know this person? All right, I'm going to tell you the guy's name. Okay. You tell me if you get it. Then I you get will all be... your calls, Giants, Eagles, Jets, and Hackett. I will be completely honest if I've heard and of this person you two knuckleheads, please on this one, do not give him the answer in his ear. I'm begging you. You got it, Craig. All right? No Thank you, Thomas. And you too, yeah. away from the microphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see your lips moving. Do you know who Andy Dufresne is? Of course. Andy Dufresne? That was know. a backup shortstop for the Pirates in 1983. He doesn't know. He hit 2-11 that year. He stung. He doesn't know. And that's my point. I'm going to drop it and then look at him Googling it. I'm looking at him Googling it. That's embarrassing. He's Googling Andy Dufresne. Oh, I know who Andy Dufresne is. Yeah, you suck. I've seen that movie a million times. But you didn't know who Andy Dufresne was. No, I didn't. You're right. No, you didn't. And that's my point. What if I told you? up your pop culture. What if I know who the actor is, though? Do I get extra points for that? No, because you didn't know it until you Googled it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's my point. That's my reference. I have a line about Andy Dufresne that's going to go over everyone's head. Well, now, now it's not going to go over my head, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you won't get now well. I'm going to understand. He's going to be like, why did you reference a backup shortstop for the Pirates at 37? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here, here's uh, Jimmy in Levittown. Jimmy, what's up? Good morning, boys. Good afternoon, I should say. Yes. Uh, I have two points to make. Yeah. And the first point I'm going to make is, you know, which hurts are we getting this week? Are we getting the one that's going to run? Well, the one that's going to sit in the pocket. And, uh, I think he's got to play that. his game. I, I mean, you know, he's got to play the game that got them there, meaning he's got to be mobile. All right. So point number but, two. And, and, and here's why. Not... Here's why. They yeah. saw a little glimpse. And this is probably not a fair overview of the Eagles, but they got a little glimpse of what they look like when he's not running the ball ten times a game or whatever the actual number is. And they are a much different team when he doesn't run the ball. No, and the other thing is about Hurts, and I know you can say this for a lot of quarterbacks, so you may hear it and say it's a cliche, but it's actually true statistically with Jalen Hurts, too. When you put pressure on him, he's an average quarterback. When you get to him, you completely take him out of his game. And so the Giants last week against Minnesota didn't get that constant pressure. We were kind of game planning going into the week thinking, oh, the Vikings are beat up on their offensive line. They're going to get pressure on Kirk Cousins. They really didn't. If they could, and it's a bigger challenge considering how good the Eagle offensive line is. Check out their PFF grades. They're through the roof. But if you can get pressure on Jalen Hurts, you turn him from an MVP caliber quarterback into a very average to below average quarterback. So the next point, and Evan, you're going to appreciate this. So I haven't missed a giant game in years, and the last five years have been god-awful. This Saturday night, my nephew decides he's going to get married at 8 o'clock mm. on a Saturday night. Beautiful. Now, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Yeah, and it's we, wonderful. We've been looking at this for the last six weeks. <laughs> we've been looking at this. They're all Notre Dame fans, and uh, we'll get redemption next year when they play Clemson when my kid gets married. <laughs> but, like, what do we do? What do we, yeah, yo, yeah, this is war. What do we do? Like, if, if they're getting blown out in the first quarter, all right, we'll go about the wedding. Yeah. What if the Giants are up 17-7? Like, wh- where's, where's my head? Where's everyone's head going to be at when this poor kid's dancing with, with his mother to the stump song and, and the Giants are going <laughs> in 17-7? And we're, we're one win away from the Super Bowl. This, this, this is catastrophic. It is you catastrophic. Know, I agree with you. Craig will downplay it and give you a great idea. What's your great idea to make this not well, catastrophic? Well, you got to make sure there's a TV at the, at the facility. I mean, that's not that hard to set up, and he's going to recognize that all the men and some of the women uh, at the party are going to be interested in the game, well, well, and on, he's got to have TV set no, up. No, no, to, to that point, though, Jimmy, 
Does your nephew, yeah. is your nephew like a big Giant fan or a big football no, fan no, at all? No, 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 no. No, see, him him and his dad are exclusively Notre Dame fans. Okay. And he's like a, one of those young kids today that are into fantasy and gambling. And So he doesn't care. Giant- yeah, but here's the deal. You have to say, listen, I love you. I'm going to give you a nice envelope yeah. uh, for the abuse. Bigger, bigger. All right, and all good. <laughs> But there better be a TV set up for the cocktail party. There better be a TV set up in the main dining room for dinner. And you'll excuse us because while we're all in on the wedding, we are not sitting at the table looking at, you know, my iPhone with 19 guys hunched over my shoulder. Oh my you got to do the right thing. I feel for him. And that's it. I feel for Look, him. No, but listen, it's on him. He's obviously, uh, you know, cuckolded. That he agreed to a Saturday night wedding in the middle of what could be a, a Super Bowl run. But to be fair, yeah, but Craig, who saw it coming? Craig, 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 exactly. So with the Mets and Yankees, different story. Like, we acknowledge both teams have a chance to be good now every year. The playoffs, you never know, especially if you're a Yankee fan. If you knew about this wedding a year ago, and you're a diehard Giant fan, any other football game you could live with, you could DVR it, or it's just not that big of a deal. You're a diehard Giant fan. Are you really a year in advance or six months in advance going to say something about the possibilities of a divisional playoff game? Uh, how much do I uh, like the relative? No, no, but you didn't think it was possible. How much do I like the relative? Correct. If does the relative come to me as a kind of big brother figure, as a relative that he trusts and says, hey, Uncle Craig, hey, Grandpa Craig, hey, whatever, Daddy Craig. Craig. What do you think about me getting married in January? I might say it's a lousy month Craig, for Craig, a Craig, hold on. Let me call you out on this crap. Because right I'm going to find something that's going to hit you. I married in January. If you had a family member yeah. having a wedding in the middle of June, yeah. you wouldn't say peep about it. It's fine. Correct. But let's say by the good grace of God, yeah. Your basketball team, yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. go on a run, yeah, and they're shockingly in the NBA Finals. Ooh, ooh. Were you supposed to know ahead of time? Well, here's Were you the deal. supposed to black out June just in case Julius Randle no. led you to the finals? Simple answer. Best of seven series, it's one game. What if it's game seven? If it's game seven, there'll be a TV at the reception. That's all okay. you have to understand. You got to wiggle. You got to have some wiggle, wiggle, wiggle with it. That's all. Look, I think January is a stupid month to get married in anyway. <laughs> with all due respect to those of you that are getting married in January because it costs less, I totally respect when, that. When should one get married? Oh, I mean, the best month to get married is June. Why? Or September. Because you know the Knicks will never be no, in the NBA Finals? No, because... You game plan that out real weather, well. Weather, weather, weather. Uh-huh. It's not 95 degrees, so the bride's sweating through her dress. Right. All right, there's really nothing going on that you can't possibly miss. And you go a Saturday in September because even if you're a diehard college football fan, it's week one. No, you're, you're yeah, all eh, good. Eh, 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 you screwed up rookie no, mistake. I, I respect you. I went through this. I had my wedding in late August for this very reason. Saturday in September, great on paper. Great. What about your first year anniversary when it's on a Sunday? How's that work out for you on a football Sunday? Well, who cares about the anniversary? Uh, your wife will? And my wife will be bringing me nachos yeah. and, uh, you know, Grand Marnier's oh, and Cokes. It, really? If, if, it on, right. if it falls on a Sunday, you go out Saturday. Yeah. So what? No, no. Did you hear what he just said, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Don't Why did I get married? That? I got married to stay on the couch and be served. <laughs> Dude, I refused the wedding in September because I didn't want the anniversary to fall on a football Sunday. What happened? I didn't. 
I purposely so said to my guys, wife, "If you marriage a lot differently than yeah, all I was just going to say, we I, take don't it the, I don't know if the pop culture is the biggest difference. Pop culture is different. Relationships between, are different. Yeah. The whole couch and being, being served king is... of your castle is different. <laughs> I understand the world's a different place. I'm very well Wait, aware. So you don't give me credit for having the foresight to say we can't get married in September because we can't have the anniversary fall on that big week three Jet Patriot game? I, I thought I showed a lot of It's going to eventually fall on a Sunday, right. Evan. In so, August, it doesn't matter, no, Brainiac. No, no, but you said the next year would fall on it, right? So if it's next year, this yeah, year, he's that talking year, about actual yeah. regular season game. Yeah. I understand In that, August, Craig. the NFL doesn't but play regular season. But one Anniversary out of seven years, I don't think is a hill when to die on. When did you get married? Now, Saturday in September, for your information. You did? And oh, the man. first anniversary on a Sunday, my wife and I went out to dinner. There you go. So you real gave man. up nice all job. the football. No, we went, out, we went out he Saturday night. He watched the one o'clock game, he watched the four o'clock game, That's true. and then she dragged him out to dinner. <laughs> it was like, you know, Bears-Rams yeah. at 8 o'clock. And then, let me ask you a question. I already know the answer is yes. She paid, I, obviously. Well, yes. obviously, she's rich. But I know what Evan did, and my gut is that Big Mac did it, too. Tommy, I'm not sure, because I've never met his beautiful wife. I hope to one day. But I know, I know, I know there's no doubt in my mind you did it. Evan, I'm not sure. Did you guys wrap a piece of the wedding cake and eat it on your one-year anniversary? Do you want to guess or do you want to just tell you? That's a yes. That's yes. A yes. <laughs> You're damn right. I we know did. you did it. There's no I doubt. I certainly did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what are the what? dumbest things I've ever Why, Why? is that dumb? Why? <gasps> A year old piece of cake. Well, you freeze it. You exactly. And you know what else? I learned this at my wedding. And I feel bad I didn't invite you. I should have invited you. I didn't know you that well. Yeah, I you didn't invite me. I didn't. You would have gotten a nice gift too. Back in the day, I think I was giving out uh, either Kerrigs or Soda Streams. Would you have come though? Yeah. I just got a Soda Stream. What day stream. of the week was the wedding and where was it? It was on a Saturday in late August. Oh, and it was in Westchester. And Mike showed up. You and Mike could have shared a table. Uh, listen. Uh, in the name of celebrating a co-worker's uh, great you event, come? I would have sat next to Mike gladly oh. and had a nice long conversation with him and his beautiful wife, assuming she went as well. But what I learned, and she did, but what I learned about my wedding, and I don't know if you had the same thing, I barely ate. Like everyone well, else, the, enjoyed the wedding the food. couple always eats the least. Right, we eat the least. You got pictures and you got this. Right, and that. so that's a big. Yes, I know those relatives. You don't know who they are. It's forget. But that's a big part of why that cake, which was unbelievable. Yeah, we wanted to save. Cake's so the most we... overrated part of the wedding. No, it's not. And you spend a lot of money on it. Why not save it and eat it later? I don't know. Like how how often do you save food for a year and go eat it? When's the last time you did One that? One time in my life. <laughs> yeah. Is that unreasonable? Is that Does it make unreasonable? any sense to you? We're looking back on it. No, it makes perfect sense. No, no. The point is, it doesn't make it's any sense. Tradition, tradition. You know there's a lot of things traditions we, yeah, there we don't are. longer do. Right? There's a lot of well, there's a lot of yes. stupid ones we still do. Yeah, and there and there are. We wait. That's to, one of the dumb ones. We pick up a, a yeah. little animal, put it to the, the the mayor's ear, and then he goes six more weeks of winter. Yeah. We do that every year. <laughs> we, don't, we do that every year. But I can't eat a year old cake. Do it. We don't do it. We well, we all pay attention to it and, and acknowledge it. And it's in yes. news reports. <laughs> but I can't have a year old cake. Listen, you guys can do what you want. I just there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, you're that right. You guys did it. You're right, Tommy. Did you do the one year cake? We did not have a wedding cake. Nice. We what? did pie what instead she? of cake. Huh? Excuse me? So we ate pie. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold no, on. I'll preface this. Yeah, go ahead, if yeah. I'm going to bust <laughs> that pause, no, I'm, I'm not eating cake again. I'm being honest. I got married. I can't let you slide on the, we didn't have a wedding cake. We had pie. We had pie. So you know when you had the bride cuts. Yeah. So we cut the pie. We had some, we had Whose a great pie. Whose idea was that? Uh, my wife's. Oh, she, come on. I love my wife. She's from California. They're a little, you know, No, but you got to at least have, you don't have to have like a nine-tiered cake. 
but you still need a cake. Like a mock cake almost? Well, how whatever, big was the like, pie? Did you have levels of pie? Did, did every guest get a piece of pie? I yeah, think it's he, great pie, too. It had t- tons of flavors. <laughs> Don't laugh, Evan. You would have loved that pie. You said, so I wish I had, had this on, idea. I happen to so, like pie. So, <laughs> we all like pie, but yeah, look, pie. how did you serve pie to each of your guests? They all got a, their own little mini pie? Or did they have to go up to like a dessert table and it, take their own pie? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like at a station. So you don't have like the little uh, groom and bride sitting on top of the cake? You had just like cherry pie. We had the pie and then we had the thing with the fountain with the chocolate where you dip the marshmallow yeah, strawberry in. and the chocolate. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever yeah. put any pushback on your wife like, hey, maybe we should do a cake? No. You were totally Believe me with when the I pie. tell you, most of the yeah, stuff that pie. happened that day was stuff she didn't really want to do was more, you know... You should have just eloped so. and saved everybody the hassle. <laughs> yeah. No Because I guarantee you what they were all saying on the way home. Can you believe these people didn't serve cake? <laughs> I know. I would have said that. Can you believe? Yeah, the chocolate fountain's great till a nine-year-old puts his whole face in it. But, uh, Do you believe that there's not a single piece of seven-layer cake? Or you know, else? honestly, though, a wedding we on Long pie. Island, we had a raw bar. The cocktail hour is what it's all about. By the time you get dessert, you're everybody. stuffed. Nobody eats the cake you're anyway. Not. You still need the cake. It's I, all for that moment. I remember I we, that. me and my wife decided not to go to your wedding, and now I'm glad we didn't. Why is what, it was wow, it was, what is that? What the hell is that? We had bad guy. We had previous plans. Yeah, next no, Pelicans. No, no. Me and my wife decided <laughs> not to go to your wedding. Well, because we had your previous closest friends. friends. Did I not take care of you after the yes, fact? Yes, you did. Oh, thank okay. you again. The gift is not the point. Of course, it's, it's the point. Your presence. You invite people. A lot of people do. I didn't. For the gift. And by the way, speaking of which, on note, I want to congratulate one of our listeners who just tweeted at us, Michael Esposito, who is celebrating the finalization of his divorce, and he's very excited. <laughs> so congratulations, Mike, on officially being nice. divorced, yeah. and he's excited about watching the Giant game this weekend with As his a daughter. Single man. Congratulations, Mike. Happy you know, for you, bro. You should do sure you your curb your enthusiasm. He should uh, put the uh, the cans behind the car and paint on his car. <laughs> yeah. Just got divorced. I think he may. <laughs> I bet you he had no cake a year later. He may be. That's, that's when cake it started now, to go though. downhill. Here's uh, Dave and Trenton on the fan. Dave, what's going on, Cookie? Hey, the key to the Giants are yeah. the pass rush. Thibodeau and Ojolari got to get there. Collins got to spy. Hurst. And the Jets should hire uh, Schumer as their offensive coordinator. Schumer? Hey, he did good with that guy from Minnesota. Uh, Pat, oh, Schumer. Pat Schumer. Yeah, Pat Schumer's interviewing, Schirmer, I Schirmer. think, in Washington Sorry, right now for the OC job there. Yeah, he also, you know. You know, here's the, He's a here's, good offensive coordinator. I don't want to kill Pat Schumer. The only knock I have on Nathaniel Hackett, and if, he, if he's hired, I bless it, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. The only knock I have at all is that I've been very steadfast over the last couple of years, when it comes to hiring, that I'm a little tired of, you know, the same old, same old merry-go-round. Right. I like the concept of new blood, of a of a, of a new way of looking at things. Yeah, but things. that's not where the Jets are right now. I'm not, I would bless it. I'm just saying, to be consistent, before you just pull the trigger on it, I would just want to know, have we legitimately turned over every rock? Have we looked at the college ranks for yeah, you know, some young I, stud you know, I, offensive coordinator? I get that, but I'm on right now. Every hire is different. It's about where you are as an organization, where you are as a franchise. Right now, I think it's important to have someone who's done the job as your offensive coordinator. And while what he did the last couple of years in Denver is nothing to write home about, prior to uh, Hackett getting there, he's right about what happened in Minnesota with Case Keenum. He's right, and Pat Shermer's a good offensive coordinator. And up until this season, believe it or not. Daniel Jones's greatest success came with Pat Shermer. Okay. That's a fact. So yep. he's a very solid offensive coordinator. But I just disagree with this idea of 
The Jets need something completely new. No, I want a guy that's capable of doing I, the job. Yeah, let me be clear. Not that I need something completely new. And listen, you're a coach. You're a coach. I just want to know, is there some young stud out there who's 35 years old? Yeah, you know who that was? Who's the next Shanahan, no, the no, next no. Levey? You know who that was? Go ahead. LaFleur. When they hired him, he's 35 years old. It's his first chance to call plays. He's the next big thing in football. And he fell flat on his face. So in theory, what you're saying is beautiful. I just watched it executed over the last two years, and it wasn't good. This staff, much like Dayball, hit the nail on the head with an experienced defensive coordinator who can adjust based on the talent around them. That's what the Jets need to find. And it's easier said than done. I acknowledge sure. that. It's but I'd rather have somebody who's done it. No more training on the job, bro. Yeah, and I don't want a tight end coach. I don't care who he coached That's under. my point. It's the same give thing. Me, either give me a, some stud I never heard of from, like, some crazy Pac-12 college that has 50 points a game, or give me a guy that's got legitimate NFL experience. I just want to make sure I'm turning over every rock. I don't want to just settle on a guy because he may have interest from other teams. Look, I don't, Danny, I, you know what's I, amazing about Hackett? Yeah. And there's a group of men that do this. It's really an interesting decision to make in life. Nathaniel Hackett has a multi-year contract he's going to get paid out on as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And yet, if he comes to work for the Jets, he's essentially going to work for free because there's offset language in these contracts that says, if you get another job, whatever your salary is, Basically, you don't double dip. You don't get paid for both. Right, right, That's right. the language in all these contracts. So he essentially would be working for free. Pat Sherman he, did it. Because he can sit at home and get the same exact amount Joe, of money. Joe Judge did it. I mean, yep. I think it's more common than not that fired head coaches want to go back and to work. And there's a reason. Well, my theory is, tell me about right. Out of mind is the reason. Yeah, like it'll hurt your prospects if you sit for two years. Get right back in and build up your value again. Like, Pat Shermer built up his value again by what he did in Minnesota, which helped him get the job. You know know who's done it better than anybody? Who will definitely be a head coach next year? It's Dan Quinn. Oh, no doubt. Dan Quinn, uh, you know, obviously, oh, almost. Oh, too bad. He went to Dallas, did a great job. He'll be a head coach next year. Well, the one thing about Dan Quinn, and I know not watching the Falcons every day, I'm just giving you a basic answer here, but they went to a Super Bowl. Right. And while that doesn't make him Vince Lombardi, I'm not suggesting he is, they got to a Super Bowl. That is some kind of accomplishment. So if Pat Shermer got a second chance after leading the Cleveland Browns to 9-23, then obviously a guy that was the head coach of a Super Bowl team is going to get a second chance. And to your point, he's also done a great job as a defensive coordinator since. Cardin Roberts on the fan, Giants, Eagles, Jets, uh, maybe closing in on an offensive coordinator. The wrap coming up later today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during O'Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.